Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. We have decided to return from break. What a break it was. July 4th, poolside. I was with the uh, Grant and Amy Smith family yesterday. Beautiful, gorgeous new pool. The pool made its 4th of July debut. The pool's only been in existence uh, or swimmable since early June. But uh, really, really nice scene out there. But Aaron, as only as I I could, uh, I had some kind of calamity. And so on our one day off... (laughs) uh, Scout the Dachshund ran into trouble, all right? Uh I seem to time these things up on the holidays. He had been fighting a little allergy condition, and he had a hot spot, they called it. So he'd been taking some allergy, and I had to, to, so he didn't dig at it, had to put the cone of shame on him. Well, yesterday I decided to remove the cone of shame, thinking, man, he's going to love this. Well, he did. He's seven years old, so he's not young, but he's not that old. And he was so happy to have the cone off. Aaron, he went running around. He did the what dogs do that have the zoomies and all that. He went racing around to celebrate. And then he heard this yelp. Ow! And it's like, oh, man, that's not good. That's not a good sign. And Aaron, the man, he had major uh, back issues. Could not walk. Kind of sat there. It's not like him at all. And, you know... Got on the phone with the emergency folks, MedVet, they called them. And they did, Aaron, I was thinking, maybe if he could make it till tomorrow, I'll take him to his vet. I'll take him to his regular vet because he's after hours vet, you know, med, that's going to cost a fortune. And what did they say over the phone to me, Aaron? They said, well, they said, yeah, you could wait, but it could get worse. Aaron, I kind of. Thought about it, thought about my pool party and how much fun it was going to be. And I just kind of thought, can't do that to Old Scout. Can't risk him. Was he going to get worse? Probably not. But was I going to live with myself if he did happen to get worse and I didn't get him to the vet immediately? No. So I sent my wife on to the nice party. She She had made this beautiful salad for the occasion. And then Aaron and I arrived fashionably late after scout was checked out neuro is okay uh given all kinds of pain meds methadone <laughs> my dog's on meth oh, wow. apparently they have methadone for the pain they had gabapentin and aaron what's the um prednisone well aaron i happen to have some gabapentin when they said they're gonna give me gabapentin over the phone i said hey I got a bunch of that left from when I had an accident. They said, no, we make it differently for dogs. The, the gabapentin for, for humans would uh, could be toxic for dogs. Aaron, that's code for give us our money. 
<laughs> Don't be trying to shortcut us with your human gabapentin. So there we were. There. The, the doctor came in and to the little deal, and she kind of she said some other things and asked me a couple things. And I, I mean, I was kind of nervous. Like, what, what am I going to hear? Surgery? Thousands upon thousands of dollars? And she said, she gave me all the, med, the medical prescriptions and said, Four weeks bed rest. Four weeks. But, Aaron, I'll tell you what, that's a way better. I hate it for the dog. I hate it for Scout that he's got to be crated. You know, I, I can take him out to let him use the restroom, but I said, well, can he hang out and watch TV with us and stuff? He said, no, no. They said he could be up on your bed with you, you know, not to sleep or anything, but just to hang out for a little bit if he's totally secured. Well, our dog, Aaron, we're not – Dog bed people, all right? I get it. People do that, and that's okay. You do whatever. You can wash your sheets whenever you want to wash them. We're not dog bed people. So Scout has to go back and be returned to the crate after his little quick walks to use the bathroom on four weeks bed rest. And the problem is, Aaron, now he's got all those pain meds in his system, so he's feeling no pain. And he's kind of got, he's barking, you know, he's kind of feisty, ready to go. He's like, what are you doing to me? I mean, how could you leave me in here all this time? It's kind of hard, Aaron. I almost wish I could take him to the vet, like leave him there. So I don't have to see him in there looking sad all the time. But, you know, it beats spending thousands on a back surgery. I'm going to follow the advice of doctors. Aaron, have you ever had a dog with back, like a slip disc or a dog with back trouble or anything like that? No, but my brother's dog did have hip problems. So, yeah, I mean, a yeah. lot of similar similarities in, in how he had to take care of him. Yeah. Thank you, MedVet. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for working the holiday. And, uh. Aaron, the good thing, I don't know if you ever do this when you have an emergency with your pet, with your dog, your pooch. Um, you, you, you kind of, in your mind, get a price of what it could be. And that price is normally pretty high. Hmm. You know, you're like, it could, they literally, with all this medicine and the doctor having to see him on the 4th of July and three or four different kinds of medicine, a, a injection of the methadone or whatever, like I got in my head a number that was around a thousand bucks. I thought I thought they could come at me with a thousand. So Aaron, when it was not a thousand, I was kind of like pleasantly. I was like, okay, okay, guys, thank you, thank you very much. And I moved on out of there, and it was a it was a pretty penny, but that's okay. That's okay. They, these folks do a great job, but um, Scout will be okay. And he's along here. Oh, and Aaron, the other thing is he had that hot spot from an allergic reaction or a bite or whatever it was. And they were just doing the, they were doing a very nice thing. They said, hey, we'd like to shave him in that area, and, and, um, and, and we think that would help and it not be itchy and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think he would want to, you know, he won't, he won't be trying to itch it and all that. Aaron, they shaved him like bald in that area on his on the side of his back and he's got this big it's like those bad 
haircuts the Cowboys offensive linemen get for like hazing, you know, and they give them those horrible haircuts and they shave their top and they leave some in the back and all of that. That's what our pretty long-haired dachshund looks like with just an enormous bald spot. And it's not it's not like they did it in a nice fashion, Aaron. They just and they I mean again, they did a nice job and he's doing well. So I, I got no problem with what they did. But Aaron, it's the most massive in fact, Aaron, do you want to tweet this out for the station? <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you, Aaron, so you could take a peek. But it's a uh, it's about as it, I've never seen a long haired dachshund just go flat out bald. And and so it, it, it looks like one of those weird that area looks like one of those cats. One of those furless cats. Aaron, what do you call those cats? You see them every once in a while and you're like, ooh, ay, yikes. And I'm sure some people think that's pretty. Those cats that, that are completely bald or whatever. That's what Scout looks like in that area. Aaron, do you know what I'm talking about? You see one of those cats? I think they're known as Sphinx cats. There you go. Aaron, you ever had a cat? We had cats growing up. There were, But we always had inside-outside cats. So we didn't have litter boxes, which is my main thing with not having cats as an adult. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't even under I still don't have I, I'm so not used to cats in any way that I don't understand the litter box. Like I don't even I don't even understand how what how that works when they come and go, what they kind of do when they're outside, like when people let them in, if they let them in. Cats are just, I mean, it's wild. If my dog escapes, I got the whole neighborhood out looking. I mean, it's like a APB. We were talking about the other day, my last dog, Trooper, we had, we would have my buddy Daniel, my buddy Grant, they would be combing the streets because I'd be out of town covering an NFL game. And then they would rub, they would bump into each other. What are you doing? Oh, I'm out looking for Mosley's dog. I'm out looking for Trooper. But with a cat, you never look for it. The cat can be gone for like two or three days. You're like, eh, cat will come back. Cat will come back. I guess why people like cats. There's just not much of a commitment. Like even with the food, they'll probably find some food. Now, the thing about the cat, though, if you live in an area where there are some coyotes, I feel like the coyote the coyote could move in and, and, and get after some cats. Um. We've got in my neighborhood. We have we've had a coyote outbreak at one point, and uh, we had to we had to call in the uh, folks to come in, and they they uh, they took out several coyotes. They scaled back on the coyotes. Aaron, have you ever had a coyote encounter? I have not, but I've had friends that have, and not good for cats, small dogs, and things like that. So yeah, that's good that they, y'all took care of the problem. <laughs> Coyotes. <laughs> other night, my my daughter it's weird and I talking aired, about it, isn't it? Yeah, we <laughs> other night we we saw the well where I live, a coyote went after a child. Oh man! Well, the, yeah, that God, too. Obviously, this child's this child's like five or six year old brother, like a toddler, right? Two or three years old. The coyote went after a little one, and the little boy ran in and grabbed his mom, and she fought the coyote off. Now, Aaron, when that happens in your neighborhood, it's time for, like, justice, right? There's a lot of coyotes that got taken out. 
following yeah, that. Yeah, that's a bridge they, too far. They, yes, that's right. We like animals, but don't touch our children. We had to kind of we had to beat back the coyotes after that for a little bit. All right, Aaron. Um, I like animal talk. Aaron, can we get to sponsor kind of a daily animal <laughs> session? We just kind of talk about our pets. People can call in. Um, people can text in. If you've got a crazy holiday story, I also had a dog one time that another dog bit its eye, bit it, bit it in the eye, and that was a scary one. Having to, on a holiday on Christmas Eve, you couldn't find a vet in my little hometown, and we found kind of a half a vet, like somebody worked at a feed store, and he happened to be, have a little bit, bit of a foreign accent, and the guy said, we will have to do uh, total enucleation to the dog. We're like, my dad and I were like, what does that even mean? That means take the, remove the eye. And we decided to not do that and went with a glass eye situation instead. Not, I say glass eye. It, they didn't put a glass eye in the dog. The dog lost its vision in that battle with another dog. It was a little dachshund, in fact. But it remained, it kept its eye. You know what I'm saying, Aaron. The eyeball was in there. Mm-hmm. It just it couldn't see out of the eyeball. But I felt like we, I kind of liked that we preserved the eyeball. All right. I thought that was important to do. Aaron, uh, today, John Gray on the mound for the Rangers in Boston. First pitch on our air, ESPN Central Texas, at 610. All right. Red Sox are now 43 and 43. It's 500 team. Aaron, how many games do you think the Red Sox are back in the AL East? Oh, wow. With Tampa? I mean, that. Uh, think about that. That record in the AL, what is it, Central, would, would have them in first place or, right. like, tied for first place. That record in the AL East, and I don't have it in front of me. Aaron, my guess is they're, they are at least, like, ten games out of first from the um, – from the Rays, if I had to guess, I bet they're ten. I bet they're ten games. Although the Rays, by the way, have lost three in a row. I noticed three in a row. Rays in a little bit of a, a little bit of a funk. Boston is currently thirteen games back of Tampa Bay. Baltimore <laughs> in second place in that division at forty nine and thirty five is six games back. Pretty tough division. <laughs> It looked down there like at the Pirates in the National League um, East. Look at look at the look at the uh, look at the Pirates. They're like same back, like five or six games back, and their record's horrific. Um, I mean, by their standard, it's not. They're only like five games below five hundred. But anyway, they got off to a hot start. But anyway, Aaron, I was just going to tell you, John Gray, Rangers pitcher, right-handed pitcher. On the road this year, four and one with a one ninety nine ERA. Four and one, one ninety nine ERA, and for the season altogether, he's got a three twenty one ERA. That's a guy you want to send out on the road. He started seven games. I mean, this is just crazy. Forty on on the road, Aaron. Um, Let's see, game started seven games, and he's uh, 40.2 innings pitched, and he's given up 
nine earned runs in that whole time, 33 strikeouts, 11 walks. Goodness gracious. Um, so, anyway, John Gray going to the mound tonight. Rangers will try to do their thing. And then the Astros continue to keep pace, only three games back of the Rangers after that crazy game the other day. All right, the guy who does the pregame for the Rangers, postgame, also does it for the Dallas Mavericks, uh, their radio uh, network, Rangers and Mavericks, Mike Peasley, joins us next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. There's a lot of talk right now about AI and how artificial intelligence is going to take over the world and take people's jobs. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and I can tell you one thing. At Pickup Outfitters, we just say no to AI. We believe in TI, truck intelligence. At Pickup Outfitters, we have real people with real intelligence and real accessories to outfit your truck. Nothing artificial here. But you know who does use AI besides Skynet? All those websites trying to sell you accessories online. So ask yourself, every time you make a purchase online, are you helping to fund the Terminator? If you really want to outfit your truck and save humanity, come to Pickup Outfitters. We match most manufacturers' online prices with no shipping charges. And every part purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters comes with our free warranty assistance and a lifetime installation guarantee. Pickup Outfitters, 100% truck intelligence. Keeping it real at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free 
in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now here again is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Mike Peasley on with us. Mike doing some good July 4th uh, work on the Rangers Radio Network. You hear on the Mavs Radio Network. Mike, I mean, it's kind of nice. You've been able to, to, I mean, play both networks. I didn't know that was possible, but you have found a way. Um, welcome back to the show, sir. Always great hearing your voice, and there was nothing I enjoyed more on the 4th of July than filling an hour and 47-minute rain delay yesterday. It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I had any <laughs> July afternoon or anything. Oh, man. Yeah, you had plans. The family was waiting by the pool. Thought you were going to get to go grill a little bit. And, boy, you were vamping. That's when Jared and Matt have to – I mean, these guys have a lot of nuggets in them, and they've got to do some rain delay theater themselves. They cannot just lean on you during those uh, during those situations. But uh, Rangers get back out there. The worst is when it's like a 6-1 lead or 6-2 lead or whatever. You're kind of like, this game's kind of over, and it's in the seventh or eighth inning whenever the delay hits. And it just kind of bogs down everything. You had a great outing for the Rangers yesterday, a great pitching. So it is a weird thing to have happen on July 4th. That's just when it finally gets warm in Boston, by the way, Peace. Um, you're a big Cubs fan. So Chicago gets a little warmer earlier than Boston. But um, I've been up there in June before, end of May, early June, and it's still very cold at night in Boston. But it finally starts to warm up, doesn't it, um, this time of year? Well, this weather report brought to you by the Matt Mosley Show for the greater northeast <laughs> area. Weather, traffic, and weather together on the 8th. You got any traffic updates for Boston right now, too, Mosley? What's going on? Yeah, the big dig. Watch out for the big dig. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it'll be fun uh, to see what happens in this game. That's a 6-10 start and uh, Mike I'm sure we'll be getting you ready for it you'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas 105.3 in Dallas now um, what is this team right now I mean it's interesting because we're getting a little picky we're so excited that the Rangers are good but then we want them to hey come on don't lose three out of four don't let the Astros back in this thing and they kind of did that but boy I tell you that was a very nice bounce back uh, and, D- and Dane Dunning honestly deserves to be in the All-Star game. Uh, of all these crazy stories this year, Mike, that Dane Dunning 
emerging as a big-time starter when he didn't even win a starting spot out of spring has to be at the top of the list or close to you it. Know, you know, Matt, he's not the Rangers' best pitcher, but he is certainly the Rangers' most valuable pitcher for what he has been able to do. Even if you go back to the beginning portion of the season when he was this team's long man, you know, he, he saved the bullpen several times by having lots of great outings and, you know, long outings. And then Jacob deGrom goes down, and all he has done in the 11 starts is go 6-1 and one with an ERA of about 2.6. You know, he's just been unbelievable. And the biggest thing for Dane Dunning, and he mentioned it yesterday in the postgame show when he was talking with Matt and Jared afterwards, it's the health. You know, last year he wasn't healthy, had a little hip procedure. And now that the hip is healthy, he's able to drive a little bit more. The cutter has been extremely well. The velocity has ticked up as well. So him just being healthy this year has been one of the big reasons why he has had so much success. And again, he has been so valuable. When you lose a guy like DeGrom, you're thinking, okay, what are we going to fill in with? Well, how about a six and one record and a guy with a two point six ERA in the eleven starts? He's been he's been great. He's been great, and the Rangers really needed a strong start from him after the way the finale with that Astro series went down a couple days ago. How excited were you on this uh, Araldus Chapman trade that comes down? And it is kind of wild, isn't it, to see a guy like that in your local team's uniform? We've seen him in two other uniforms, or I guess three others, over the years. But to, I mean, he's just, he still has that aura about him. I don't know if he's throwing quite as hard as he used to. Uh, but what have you kind of noticed about him in his couple of outings with the Rangers? And what do you think he can bring here uh, as they make a, a push toward the playoffs? Well, just as advertised, the guy that's going to come out there with a major velocity, he's going to strike out a few guys. You know, the walks have been an issue for him uh, so far this season, but in in the two outings, I don't believe he has walked a a batter in his two outings with the Rangers, and he's just a guy that's going to get a lot of swing and miss stuff, a guy that is, you know, very intimidating. Uh, I was talking with uh, Brad Miller the other day about it, and he's just like, there is no guy in baseball that, you know, makes my knees shake more than being in the batter's box going up against Araldus Chapman. He's just a big guy, and I was there the day that uh, he arrived in the Rangers clubhouse. It was about 12-15 for that afternoon game. You just look at him, it's like, just, just his presence. I mean, this is a very large man. And then to see, you know, 100-plus miles per hour coming at you, uh, it is intimidating. He does have that intimidating factor, and it's exactly what this Rangers bullpen needed. They needed guys that could come out there with high velocity, get some strikeouts, and, you know, he, he filled the bill. Now, will he eventually be this team's closer? Probably the next question coming around. I think unless the Rangers make a trade for, you know, to do this team mostly, but uh, uh, your, your Pirates closer uh, would look awfully good. Uh, in, in a Rangers uniform, uh, David Bednar. Uh, but if the Rangers don't go out and do that, I can see down the road the Aroldis Chapman closing games here for this team. Did you see Bednar, like, giving, um, sending Kershaw some beer mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that? Yep. Some Iron City beer, that kind of thing. I don't know if I would recommend that to Clayton. Uh, but that, I thought that was pretty neat because he he also addressed him as Mr. Kershaw. Ed Bednar, I'm sure, is a pretty young guy, but uh, it, it it just those I'm sure those young guys just really look up to Kershaw, and he's just like you know complete legend to them. But I did kind of like that. Is he? I I got to be honest, I'm not following him that because I'm just mad at him for just falling apart as they always do. Bednar is he? Would he be a major upgrade over what the Rangers have? Like, what what does he kind of uh, look like this year? 
Bednar has been terrific, Mosley. I've, I've watched him now closely twice. One was against the Padres, and he got a four-out save. Uh, he struck out Juan Soto on about a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, then threw a hook uh, and got uh, Juan Soto's knees to buckle for a called strike. And then after he's named to the All-Star game, after he gives Clayton Kershaw the beers, he comes out uh, and gets four outs and gets the win in last night's game as well. He's got an ERA of under one and a half, and I think he's got like 38 strikeouts compared to just four walks. So he's another high-velocity guy that doesn't give up hits, doesn't give up home runs, doesn't walk people. He would look terrific at the back end of any bullpen, particularly the Rangers bullpen. If you go out there and you get Bednar in the ninth, and then all of a sudden you got Araldis Chapman in the eighth, and you know Josh Spores, Will Smith, uh, the combination of those two guys and Grant Anderson for the sixth and seventh inning, all of a sudden you know you need five innings from your starter, and you're feeling pretty confident about your bullpen, especially the back end. Pirates will do it for like a bag of baseballs. I mean, it, <laughs> that's just pick Rangers got who, some prospects. They may need more <laughs> than just a couple baseballs. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm watching those prospects. I've been kind of monitoring uh, that Wenzel. I, somebody was interviewing him recently. It may have been Jeff Wilson or somebody. And I was like, man, that guy's hitting the ball. I, I hadn't even really paid attention. And Davis Wenzel, and there's just – you know, there's really no place to put him right now with what Josh Young and, and others are doing, but I thought that was kind of cool that he's kind of bashing it. I'd love to get him up here at some point. P, he's a good Baylor man. And uh, speaking of Baylor, how about Bradford? I think Cody Bradford has really done his job recently, and in that game the other day it was Bradford who kind of helped preserve the opportunity to have that enormous comeback. I think Cody Bradford's been kind of impressive. Mosley, I'm going to say this, and I said it when Bradford came into the ballgame uh, the other day. He is going to become one of the more valuable pitchers for the Rangers in the second half of the season. A guy that could fill a, you know, a Dane Dunning type of role where you use him out of the bullpen. He can be a spot starter. We have seen the, the success there. And you know, give all the credit in the world to him because he got rocked in his major league debut against the Braves. The Braves will do that to a lot of guys. But ever since that start, he has just gotten better and better. And I love the way that he works the changeup off the fastball. You know, the next step for him in his in his uh, progression as a major league pitcher is to work on that, you know, that breaking pitch. But that fastball and that slider, it, or rather the fastball and the changeup, that gets big league hitters out right now. I could not be more impressed with what I've seen from Cody Bradford in just the, you know, the four or five appearances. He continues to get better and better. And with the Rangers electing oftentimes to give guys in the rotation an extra day of rest, Cody Bradford sliding in there, he's going to be a very important piece for this Rangers team come the second half of the season. Man, you should tape some of this and use it for your pregame work. This is really good <laughs> material. All right, you'll probably cut my voice out. That's fine. That's 105.3 would prefer that. But, um, yeah, I like that. I like this. Cody Bradford, yeah, so good Baylor talk. Mike Peasley joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Rangers pregame does Mavs pregame. Now, are you going to be watching this Mavs Summer League? Um, I know you will. I mean, you, you're like me. You love this NBA stuff. And, and I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun to see. And it looks like they're going to – I mean, I was, I was listening the other day. It looks like uh, old Jaden Hardy's going to – going to get yeah. as many shots as he wants i mean this is going to be it's kind of like okay this is your team let's see how you can run and make the right decisions but 
this is uh, this will be kind of fascinating because they start to work some of these young, some of these rookies in. And uh, but there's not is there much defense played in a summer league? Because the Mavs need to work on their defense, get these rookies playing great defense, which is what they hope they do. But that's I don't think summer lo- leagues that conducive to playing defense, is it? Yeah, there's about as much uh, defense in a summer league game as there is in a G League game. Uh, but you're right about Jaden Hardy here in the summer league for the Mavericks. The Mavericks assistant coach who is, uh, you know, coaching the Mavericks summer league team and said, look, we've got a couple of first round picks in here, but make no mistake about it. This summer league is all about Jaden Hardy as the range of the Rangers. The Mavericks are excited uh, about the progression of this kid, who, by the way, is turning 21 years old today. So big, big day for uh, for Jaden Hardy, but we saw in spurts last year just how terrific of a score this guy can be. The Mavericks want to get him to the next level, to be a playmaker, to be a creator. You know, not just think about score, 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 but you know, find the open guy, read the defense. And that's kind of what they're hoping to see from him here in summer league. So he, he's electric, he's electrifying. Sometimes you can't keep your eyes off of him. Sometimes he gets a little too out of control. But there is a lot of talent there in that kid. So. Of all the guys that are going to be playing here in the summer league, I think your, your eyes have to go to Jaden Hardy. All right. Uh, and, Pease, what about this latest news? The, it looks like Matisse Thibel, uh, we knew him from the Sixers. He's been he's traded over to Portland. We'll be signing um, that offer sheet from the Mavericks. He is a restricted free agent. So I guess Portland could come in there and match that. Um, what do you – I mean, this guy was a great defensive player, second, um, you know, second team All NBA defense for a couple of seasons. He would really help them in a lot of ways. Where do you find? Where do you think this is headed? Or do you think they'll sign him and figure out a way to to retain him? Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the number is uh, for the offer sheet to see whether or not that gets matched or not. But this is obviously a guy that you're not expecting any offense from. He is not an offensive player, although he has shot it better here uh, the last couple of seasons than he has historically. But he would be primarily, you know, a lockdown defensive player. And I'm not sure if you know this, Matt Mosley, but the Mavericks could use a couple of lockdown defensive players. So mm. uh, I think it would be a good sign if, if, if they were able to do that because, you know, they brought in Seth Curry. He's not going to give you any defense, but certainly going to give you good outside shooting. And if you're bringing a guy like, you know, Matisse Tybel, you know, you're not looking for him to, to, to get offense. You've already got Kyrie and you've got, you know, Luca and you've got, you know, Jaden Hardy and you've got Curry. You've got enough offense. You just need to find a way to find a way to stop the opposition. And Tybal is the guy that certainly could help the Mavericks in that aspect. So I'll be curious to see what the number is and see if it's, uh, you know, relatively good enough uh, that uh, Portland doesn't want to match it. By the way, I was watching his Washington highlights and all the announcers, it is when he was in college, they called him Thibel. And then I and then I, I saw one pronunciation Tybal, so I guess we'll all have to agree on something if he does in fact end up with the Mavericks. I just didn't well, want you to Scott, think I was. Scott, that's what Scott Tomlin and the Mavs PR folks are all there for to give us the correct pronunciation before he gets here. Right? <laughs> oh, is that's that is that? I didn't realize that that's what they were for. Okay, I've always wondered what those folks were doing. No, <laughs> Tomlin's a great guy. Um, Dante Exum, by the way, isn't that funny? The, the Mavericks signing a guy who was a 2014 lottery mm-hmm. pick for the Utah Jazz, and that would uh, that former Baylor player Dennis Lindsay is now a an advisor, a senior advisor, and boy, that that signing 
had Dennis Lindsay written all over it. I wonder I wonder if Dante Exum has anything left. I guess he did okay, didn't he? And you know, it's hard to tell about the international ball sometimes, right. but maybe I mean, he could help them defensively. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's obviously a very low-risk signing. Anything that you mm-hmm. get from him uh, would be an absolute bonus. But you mentioned the connection uh, uh, with, with, with David Lindsay. So, I don't know. that When I first heard his name, I'm like, oh, my God, he's still playing basketball? You know, that's a guy you haven't thought of in, like, five mm-hmm. years. And then all of a sudden you hear Mavericks uh, signing a Dante X. I'm like, well, okay. I mean, you bring him in. You see if he got anything. If he does, great. If he doesn't, well, no big loss. Well, he can't sign Epe Udo, who he also, Dennis Lindsay, loves because he's a assistant coach now for, I think, the Atlanta Hawks and uh, former lottery pick now over there with Quinn Snyder and that great hair. No NBA coach has better hair than Quinn Snyder. Oh, who did the Mavs bring in that I noticed? Alex Jensen? Is he going to be coaching with the Mavs, the uh, the former yeah, Jazz yeah. assistant coach. Yep. Well, I like that. Yeah. I like that hire. Yeah, they brought. They, they, I think they, they brought in like two or three different assistants here in the last uh, last day or so. So they're filling out that staff. So I guess it's not going to be Jeff Van Gundy that had been rumored. I guess it's not going to be know. Jeff Van Gundy. And I I shot that down and pooed it. And old Coop Coop kind of jumped on me as he <laughs> tends to do. This could really happen. Yeah, this is not. Well, maybe Coop. I mean, obviously Van Gundy's a free agent out there now, and maybe he knew something was – I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah, Coop. Coop has a tendency to <laughs> correct me any chance he gets, you know. Every time I bring I, him I, on, I, I'll, I'll – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've seen that a time or two live and up and close in person. <laughs> he, he just has a way. That's the old talk radio in him. Whatever yeah. you say, he's going – he may agree with you. But the way he'll phrase it is is almost like a total disagreement. Like, nah, you got this thing all wrong. And then he may end up agreeing with you. But that's kind of the that's the New Yorker in him, and that's okay. We love him. All right. Um, listen, have a great uh, have a great day. And uh, it was fun hearing you on the radio because I'm not always uh, able to hear the pregame because I'm on the air. And I'm like, dang, Pease is doing Rangers and Mavs. So. Uh, it's good. It's good to hear. Glad to hear you doing that and back involved on on the baseball side as well. Appreciate you being on with me. Hey, it pays the bills. Unlike uh, this little hit that we just did, but appreciate you, Mosley. Oh, stop it! I'll send you something. We'll get a gift basket. All right, see you, peace. See you guys. Have a good. Uh, all right, uh, there he goes, Mike Peasley, the network pre and post game guy for the Dallas Mavericks, as well as the Texas Rangers. Usually you cannot get two different radio networks to agree on that, but uh, somehow Peasley has been able to pull that off. All right, Aaron. Aaron will reach into his bag of tricks, and we will have Campus Confidential, sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet, coming up next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? 
If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators, maintenance and electrical technicians, and supervisors for their plant. Day and evening shifts are available. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers a comprehensive benefits plan including medical, dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. PTO begins day one of full-time employment. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off I-35 in Lacey Lakeview. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hey, good to be with you. We're back from the holiday. What a holiday it was. And uh, Aaron and I have a lot to present to you. Big announcements coming out today from the Big 12. Aaron, I, 
Our school didn't exactly dominate this thing, but at least it's represented. Two schools did not even. Aaron, can't we? Can't the media try to find somebody from all all the schools, kind of like the Major League All-Star game? Let somebody, these new schools. I mean, that's just rude to say to a couple of these schools, nope, you don't have anybody good enough. But we got a million Kansas players on here. They're the greatest team ever. Oh, really? Okay. They won like six or seven games last year, and it changed the world. Aaron, um, I'll turn it over to you as we begin to investigate this big-time Big 12 uh, preseason team and all of those accolades that have gone out. What do you have for us, sir? We do have the Big 12 media preseason All-Big 12 team, and only one Baylor made the first team. It is running back Richard Reese. He was uh, named first team running back along with Kansas running back Devin Neal. The preseason offensive player of the year is picked by the media, Jalen Daniels of Kansas. The defensive player of the year, Jalen Ford of Texas. And the newcomer, uh, newcomer of the year, Kansas State running back Treshawn Ford. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I. Some people thought that Texas player should have been the, the um, defensive player of the year last year, and, you know, I'm not overly worried about that. Good, good to see the man rewarded. I mean, the humorous part of this thing to me. Aaron, and Kay, unless I'm missing something, I've got four Kansas. Okay, this is the offensive and the defensive. The media preseason team, the Big 12. Texas lands five players. And, of course, everybody thinks they're the most talented team ever. That's great, okay? I mean, we'll see if it translates to victories. Good to see Richard Reese, a sophomore from the Bears, on the first team on offense. Aaron... The Oklahoma Sooners only had one player chosen to the Big 12. Now, Aaron, by the way, I, I think I'm supposed to vote in this thing, and I never do. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like they stopped sending me a ballot because I just refuse to vote in this thing. I do not want anybody to blame me. Oh, I mostly voted for this person. I just kind of like, I'll just stay out of that. I don't really want to vote. Um uh, it's been kind of a joke, though, Aaron. I've had a vote for many, many years and have just chosen not to participate. I know that shocks you. Um, Aaron, four members of the Kansas Jayhawks, including defensive back Kobe Bryant, C-O-B-E-E. -E. He got hurt real bad last year, if I recall. Good player. And in fact, the two, two of the uh, defensive backs, Aaron, Kobe Bryant from Kansas and then Kobe Savage, K-O-B-E, from Kansas State. But four players from Kansas on the Big 12 preseason team. Aaron, would you like to guess? Well, you probably have it in front of you, so I'm not going to play this game with you. <laughs> how many How many players from OU made it? The answer is one. One. Now, I don't want to make too much fun of them because Baylor only had one, too. But that's still the mighty Sooners who've won a million Big 12 championships. One player on this on this preseason All Big Twelve team. That's amazing to me. That Kansas had four 
and OU has won. Now, again, you could say, well, they're sticking it to OU. And maybe that's the case. But they're not sticking it to Texas. Texas has wide receiver Xavier Worthy, or Xavier. Tight end Jatavian Sanders. Aaron, I kind of had thought Drake Dabney might have a shot. I, I like, I love him as a tight end for the Bears. And I also love that wide receiver out of Arkansas. Thought he might have a chance. I love Hal Presley. Even Monterey Baldwin, I thought, could have a shot. But <clears throat> the wide receivers were as follows. Brennan Presley, o- OSU. Xavier Worthy, Texas. Jaron Bradley, Texas Tech. Aaron, do we remember Jaron Bradley? Red Raiders out there. Do you remember Jaron Bradley? I guess he was good. I mean, if he's listed here, he had to be good last year. I don't think he's like a freshman or anything. I just don't remember much about Jaron Bradley. Aaron, should we look him up? Let's see here. Enrolled back in 6'5", 200 pounds. He's a big kid. But I, I'm going back to, like, his recruiting thing. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Anyway, uh, offensive line, Aaron Kingsley um, Suamatea from BYU. Mike Nowitzki, Kansas. Cooper Beebe, um, Kansas State. I've always wondered if that was Dan Beebe, the former Big 12 commissioner's son. Cooper Beebe? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, Kelvin Banks, Jr., maybe nephew. Kelvin Banks, Jr., offensive lineman, University of Texas. That is where Dan Beebe went to school, by the way, Kansas State. Uh, Offensive lineman, Zach Frazier, West Virginia. Aaron, could we have had a Baylor offensive lineman on there? Don't you feel like it? I believe so, yeah. Okay. TCU didn't get anybody on on that group, on the offensive side of the ball, except for Griffin Kell. Aaron, did they not play for the national title last year? I mean, my gosh. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big TCU backer, but I think they ought to be honored. If Texas had won a, had played for a national title last year, there would be like 22 players from Texas on this thing. It would only be Texas players. So I think TCU, that's not totally fair. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, Horn Frogs landed three. Linebacker Johnny Hodges, transfer from Navy. Oh, Aaron, uh, okay, let's see here. Josh Newton, defensive back. Um, TCU. Uh, uh, Demonic Williams, D-A-M-O-N-I-C. Aaron, you think that's demonic sounds kind of sinister. Demonic? D-A-M-O-N-I-C. I'll check it out. Uh, But the defensive lineman out of TCU. But um, Aaron, UCF in Houston did not land a single player on this deal. I kind of feel bad for them. I feel like we ought to be more welcoming to that. Neither, um, did, you, uh, neither did UCF. That's what I said. Yeah, UCF Oh, I didn't hear it. Sorry, Houston. I just heard Houston. Okay. Yeah, only okay. three players from the four new schools, include one of which was a punter from Cincinnati, made the preseason all-big 12 team. Aaron's like, that's barely a player. We could barely. Nothing count against them. punters, but, uh, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> Very anti Trying to get me into trouble. Uh huh. Kick, kick returner, punt returner, Philip Brooks from Kansas State. And uh, the place kicker is Griffin Kell out of TCU. 
that name ring a bell? Yeah, that's that kid who ran out there with all his mates and beat the Bears on that last minute. Everybody acted like they'd never seen a kickoff unit run onto the field together. I used to see the Cowboys practice that like crazy with Bill Parcells. Race out there, get ready, kick the field goal. But, boy, we acted like Sonny Dykes, only one to ever invent something like that. Let's stop down America and, you know, honor honor TCU. Um, Aaron, um, any – I'm trying to think of Baylor players that could have made it. I said Dabney. I love that kid, Jake, whatever the, the new guys, the tight end out of North Texas that transferred to Baylor. I like him as a tight end. I like the Barrington brothers, the – the older one, Clark, I thought he could have had a chance at a first-rounder. Um, there's a couple of guys I like on the Bears that could have been on there. There's a couple of other offensive linemen. On the defensive side of the ball, I thought Gabe Hall could have been on there, maybe should have been on there. I thought T.J. Franklin out of Temple could have been on there. Maybe, Aaron, if our man um, Garmin Randolph, you know, Hadn't gotten into trouble. He's a big-time outside linebacker type, pass rusher, great player. And I think the safety, Devin Lemire, should have been should have been at least in consideration. I also think that new linebacker out of Liberty, I mentioned the wide receiver out of Arkansas. I'm talking about Mike Smith, um, linebacker, off-the-ball linebacker out of, uh, out of Liberty. I really think he could have been considered. I also think the other running back. Aaron, what's funny is Reese made it, and I think he should have. I'm, I'm fine with it. But he's going to I mean, that's going to be an interesting battle between him and the Baylor running back, I mean, the two teammates, because they're both going to want carries, and they're both really, really good. Who am I thinking about, Aaron? Dominic Richardson? Does that sound yes. right to you? Okay. Yes, you are correct. Um, all right. What's my wide receiver's name? Uh, I, I I love this kid. I'm just it's just not coming to me. The wide receiver Aaron out of Arkansas, big time player for the Bears. Very excited about him. All right, Aaron. We got time for a couple more. Anything else you wanted to share involving the this? Uh, uh, all all uh, preseason team or anything else? Yeah, uh, real quick. Keytron Jackson is is the receiver yes. you think of the Arkansas yes. transfer, and yes, they have uh, very very high expectations for him, which means that you and I and a lot of other Baylor fans do as well. Texas A&M picks up a big football commitment from over the weekend. Five-star wide receiver Cameron Coleman, the top wideout in the 2024 class, committed to Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. Coleman is the number eight overall prospect in the 2024 ESPN 300. He chose A&M over Auburn and LSU. Now, this is the uh, Aaron, is this that Wide receiver you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that over the weekend. Now, the Bears were, were doing stuff over the weekend, too, Aaron. Let's not forget that. The Bears were out there. They're bringing in pass rushers, linemen. They're kind of doing as a defensive lineman. They've been looking out Utah direction. They were looking. They had somebody that caught my eye, Aaron, out of, was it Mississippi? Somewhere, I mean, they're really going all over America. 
And that 2024 class has about 12 to 14 players in it now. Again, I don't go too crazy about these guys until they're on campus and until they're playing. I don't go too crazy. But now some of these guys are big enough. Um, and then uh, Tech's bringing them in left and right, 2024. Aaron, I love this. Tech people are just going nuts. Like, oh, my gosh, we got a top whatever, number 19 or number 20 in the country for 2024. Well, let's get them all in. Let's get them all signed before we start doing a touchdown dance. Baylor infamously, Aaron, had probably the greatest recruiting class of the Bryles era ever, and, of course, Never saw any of them. Um, so, you know, now that was a whole different situation. But my, my point remains, get them to campus, let's get them in uniform, and let's get them going. You do not win Big 12 championships in, Aaron, what month were you in? July. Come on. It does help to recruit well. I'll give you that. But, Aaron, was those, those guys, all those Baylor NFL players from last year, the five players drafted, and the great player for uh, for the for the Texans. Um, I don't think he was one of like the state's top recruits, and he ends up being incredible. And um, J.T. Woods, of course. I mean, the whole shebang. But uh, anyway, you ended up being uh, our man. Ended up being Aaron, one of the uh, the best safeties in the history. Oh, and don't forget about Terrell Bernard going in like the second or third round. He's awesome. He went to he went to the Buffalo Bills. So, anyway, again, Bernard, I don't think, was a four or five star back in the day. And uh, the Bears were able to go out and do some amazing things. All right, it is time. Oh, Aaron, a new member of the Eminem Broadcasting family. We'll talk to him next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Drive it forward with the First Central Credit Union Auto Loan this summer. First Central will donate to your local Boys and Girls Club when you refinance or get a new or used auto loan. You save and every auto loan activates a donation to be given to your area after school programs. Plus, you get to keep your cash. No payments for 90 days. It is money for kids and a new ride for you. Visit FirstCentralCU.com today for details and apply online. Everything we do, we do for you. Member NCUA. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. 
flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Good to be with you. <laughs> we have returned. I like that. Just get right back into some campus talk i may have a few college stories up my sleeve here we begin the five o'clock hour now i was teasing it earlier at (laughs) aaron you stop it no it's okay it's okay aaron is uh aaron is sneezing in there and if you sneeze on things things start playing but no 520 today the newest member of eminem broadcasting and he's part of uh, the press box, the show, Ward White's. We had Ward and Stephanie kind of welcome and tell us about the show the other day, and I wanted to get the new guy on. I wanted to get John Carroll. He's not new to a lot of our audience. John, uh, longtime reporter, anchor, and uh, well, Baylor fan, Baylor enthusiast as well, loves the Bears. We'll find out. We'll kind of interview John and get to know him a little bit at about 5.20. So coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll do that, and that'll be exciting. And then we'll get you ready 
for the Rangers. We'll have like a Big 12 sports buzz. Aaron is like, even when he's on vacation, does J-Mo just do those from the beach or wherever he is? Don't answer that. We do not want to share his process. Uh, but I, I like that. He still, he still sends in the Big 12 buzz. And, uh, and then we'll have Rangers pregame. John Gray on the mound tonight, Fenway Park. First pitch, 6-10. You'll hear it on ESPN Central Texas. And, Aaron, I had it up earlier. There's a young guy, 24-year-old pitcher for the Red Sox, and the guy's having a, a year. He's 5-5, five and five, but his ERA, man, last I looked, it was just, like, really, really impressive. And he's on the mound for the Red Sox. I'll look that up here in a little while and give you the name. Now, uh, people wonder sometimes, Aaron, I don't, um, what's Mosley watching? What's he been watching? I've been going back and watching, Aaron, the Americans. It was an old FX show that I, I watched a little bit of. I knew it was pretty good. But I, I just couldn't quite commit to it. I've been going back over that, but I've been distracted because there's a new show on Hulu, and I try not to get caught up in these things, Aaron, but it's about a restaurant. I love food. I love talking about food. I love restaurants. I like hearing about the business. I like hearing from – now, I don't watch cooking shows – but I just love eating, and I love going to restaurants and, and how restaurants look and how they set up and what their specialties are and all that kind of stuff. I love it. And there's a, there's a show, Aaron, called The Bear, okay, like B-E-A-R, like the Baylor Bears, but it's called The Bear, which is a restaurant in Chicago, and this is not a reality thing. This is scripted television. And I think, Aaron, one of the things you'll like about this, if you're not already watching it, it's 30-minute sessions. All right? And, and it's just it's, it's exciting. There's always, like, a big finish at the end. And it just kind of gets – I mean, it, it's, it's pretty fun. And it's pretty stressful. And they're always – there's just always he and his cousin are fighting, and they're barely able to open, keep the restaurant open, and they're hemorrhaging money. And oh, by the way, some other some other cousin or uncle shows up, and they owe him a bunch of money. I mean, it is stressful and it is fun, um, and it's called the Bear. And the guy that inherits the restaurant from his brother um, is a really good actor. I can't remember his name. He goes by the name. Uh, anyway, I've just started it. I'm on season one, and I've watched the first three episodes. I'm liking it. It's called The Bear. Aaron, have you watched it yet? I have not. I'm familiar with it. I've seen some reviews of it, and they're all pretty glowing, but yeah. I have not. I'm, I'm, I haven't been watching much TV lately, but I did recent. I found a show over vacation that I'm watching and that I fell in love with, so. What is that? Ted Lasso. I thought, oh. I actually thought it was a parody when I saw the commercials, but it's not. And it, I know it's technically over, but I'm about, it's three seasons. I'm about halfway through the second season, and I just, I can't say enough good things about it. It's just a fantastic yeah. show. Well, feel good. It is. And, and it's and sincere, you know, and you yeah. don't see that much. 
and it came out during the pandemic, Aaron, when we kind of needed right. some good news and a good feeling. Now, one other thing, as we talk about movies and film and that kind of thing, I went to see uh, my wife and I the other night. We don't get to, we don't really see that many movies anymore. We watch them at home, but we went to the movies, and I just was kind of in the mood for a summer, eat some popcorn. Although I think we ended up getting a pizza and a side salad. You know those places, Aaron, that serve the food? Mm-hmm. This is the Alamo. All right? That's a fun place to watch movies. The Dial of Destiny, and it's the Indiana Jones movie. And and while it's crazy and over the top and all that, it was fun. It was fun. Now, it was not Spielberg. It was James Mangrove directed it of course it's part of lucas films and all that kind of stuff it's disney and lucasfilm and and uh, george lucas was involved probably as a producer or whatever i'm sure spielberg was too in some respect but it honored everything you needed to honor and it was probably the final ever unless aaron you never say never they could try to like do a young indie or young uh, you know kind of recreate it somehow but it was kind of cool because they used CGI or whatever to um, to have a young indie, and and then and then it, by the end of it, and it was kind of based in the late '60s, like 1969. It had old indie, and it, it was like the way Harrison Ford looks like now, and you know he he looked like a guy that's in his 70s or whatever, but it was good. It was good, and it was fun. And he was still, and I, I kind of like how they did it. They still had him, you know, he, he could run and he could knock people out and do some of the stunts. But he was also, you could tell, he was an older gentleman. So, but it was uh, it was fun to watch. Aaron, I would recommend going to the movies and seeing. And part of it is, it just is a throwback. Makes you think when you were a kid watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom. Aaron, I was reminded of some of the, when I was a kid, Temple of Doom, I mean, that was some pretty, I don't know how old I was, but that's one of the reasons they had to come up with PG-13 because there was some stuff in there, some imagery and everything that made everybody go, whoa, whoa, I'm not sure that's PG. We need to come up with something that's a little bit more than PG, and it played a role in PG-13 coming out. And, Aaron, that was a deal where you go in there, they, they reached in and grabbed somebody's heart um, in the Temple of Doom. You remember that real bad guy? Uh, so, anyway, there was some real politically incorrect kind of stuff that was, was out there in that one. Um, Aaron, I thought I would share with you, by the way, the uh, Rangers tonight. Um, oh, go ahead, Aaron. I keep hearing your, your, your voice. It sounds like you're wanting to say something. Have you seen Indiana Jones? Oh, no, no, I- I've that I was going to say I get a lot of grief for it. I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. It's one of those quirky movie things that everyone has and it's one of the few that I have. I haven't seen any of the Indiana Jones movies, ET or Goonies. I've seen pretty much everything else. Yeah, I mean that's that's like almost it's kind of like somebody stole your childhood from you <laughs> pretty i've, I've heard similar like sentiments yeah, that, that's not <laughs> that, that's 
I, I'm sorry. All I can say is I'm sorry that somehow happened to you because that's for a 50-year-old man to have not seen Goonies, uh, E.T., or any of the Indiana Jones, some somebody was, like, standing outside the movie, like, not letting you in. That doesn't make any sense. Now, you've probably – it sounds like you – if you – you didn't mention Star Wars. You were at least a Star Wars kid, right? I, oh, I've seen I've seen all of those. almost everything Star Wars and Star Trek related. I like Star Wars more, but I'm a huge sci fi fan. Okay, Aaron, sharing some things that are shocking. I think I've heard you say that ET thing, and that's that's something you need to solve. I mean, you should at least go. I would go see this Indiana Jones. Just to kind of so you won't have to tell people this anymore, and and then watch it, get a feel for it, and then if you kind of like it, go back and watch Raiders of the Lost Ark where it all started because the the woman who's in this was his original love interest in Raiders of the Lost Ark. All right, she pops up again, and it's good to see her. By the way, it was really nice to uh, see her. All right, Major League Baseball action this evening. Now, again, at 520, we got John Carroll, the newest member of our broadcasting team and a longtime member, KWTX, reporter, anchor, the whole thing. Now he's decided to launch a radio career. We're happy to have him. I mean, Ward White's is a fun guy to do radio with. Aaron, is Stephanie fun to do radio with? Yes, she is. <laughs> she is. She is. I We're going to ask John what he thought about Stephanie, all right? And he's going to have to really – kind of think through that answer but he'll be fine um major league baseball action tonight we've got tampa bay hosting the phillies uh the uh, marlins hosting the cardinals aaron cincinnati which has been a very hot team going to play uh the nats aaron have you checked in on the nats this year they would be 34 and 51 that's an embarrassment the Yankees and Baltimore are getting it on. Yankees are just behind Baltimore uh, by a couple of games. That'll be kind of fun to watch that one, an AL East matchup. And then this Rangers matchup tonight, John Gray, who I said earlier, 199 ERA on the road this year. And he's got like a 321 ERA altogether. It's been good. But on the road, he's been especially good. Um, going up against a guy by the name of Brian Bello, and, and he spells his name B-R-A-Y-A-N. Aaron Brayan? Should we say Brian? Brian Bello? Anyway, um, B-R-A-Y-A-N Bello. 24 years old. Um, sick. He has... Uh, Ten starts this year. Well, he's five and five. I don't know how many starts he has. 308 ERA, 73 innings pitched, 67 strikeouts. He got a whip of 1.19. Dang. I mean, this guy is getting it done from the Dominican Republic. Um, so I think that would be Brayan. Brian Bello, B-R-A-Y-A-N. Over his last seven games, Aaron, two and four, with a 2.22 ERA, though. Pitching like 44 and two-thirds innings pitched, 
He's given up 32 hits, 36 strikeouts, 10 walks. Only 11 earned runs in those 44 and two-thirds innings pitched in his last seven games. This guy can get it done. So that's going to be fun tonight. That's at 610, and then we'll get you ready for it. Um, and we'll uh, we'll have first pitch. You'll hear it. ESPN Central Texas. Now, proud to introduce a new friend. And it'll be an old friend to some of you. You've seen him on air, and he's now doing radio. Longtime anchor, reporter from KWTX, now on ESPN Central Texas. John Carroll joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or UBEO. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. 
There's a lot of talk right now about AI and how artificial intelligence is going to take over the world and take people's jobs. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and I can tell you one thing. At Pickup Outfitters, we just say no to AI. We believe in TI, truck intelligence. At Pickup Outfitters, we have real people with real intelligence and real accessories to outfit your truck. Nothing artificial here. But you know who does use AI besides Skynet? All those websites trying to sell you accessories online. So ask yourself, every time you make a purchase online, are you helping to fund the Terminator? If you really want to outfit your truck and save humanity, come to Pickup Outfitters. We match most manufacturers' online prices with no shipping charges. And every part purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters comes with our free warranty assistance and a lifetime installation guarantee. Pickup Outfitters, 100% truck intelligence. Keeping it real at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. John Carroll joins us now. And, uh, John, I wanted to welcome you to the Eminem Broadcasting family. I'm sorry I wasn't there to, with, with open arms to, to welcome you into the studio, but I'll, I'll be down there soon. I mean, you've been, a, you've been an anchor. You've been a reporter in the field. You've been a pastor. I mean, what has led you, though, to this path of being on radio? I feel that things are moving in the wrong direction. <laughs> but, no, oh, I – Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'll tell you one thing. I, I I have been just craving to do sports for all my family would tell you all my life. And, um, you know, I tell people, you know, my, my order of uh, preference in life is God first, my family second, and sports third. People thought, wait a minute, what about the news? Hey, it just actually happened when doors opened. It was news, news, news. And I was like, wait a minute, I want to do sports. A couple yeah. of years ago, I, le- I left news during the pandemic, took care of my mom. And uh, when she passed away last year, I had to have some uh, medical emergencies taken care of. And and then this just opened up, and I thought, man, that's exactly what I wanted to do. So here I am. All right, John. Uh, by the way, do you still – I'm looking at your old Twitter profile. Do you still have the uh, the goatee? That's a very intimidating goatee that you were rocking back in the day as you were anchoring and people remember you of course from kwtx is it still there or have you gone with kind of a a clean cut look no if you see my facebook page even the picture i took today with um oh i won't use the word crazy but stephanie that she took with us (laughs) together i still have a little bit of one Okay, but, but there there's a story behind that, Matt. I had major, major uh, tumor surgery while I was anchoring on TV, uh, and so that goatee actually covers a huge gap there. That's why it's there. Wow, man, you have uh, kind of been through the yep. ringer. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yep. I happened, yeah, I can identify with that. Because I had a huge scar, and I've been known to grow the the beard out a little bit, but my scar a little bit looks like somebody maybe took a knife to me. So I kind of like it. It's kind of a gives me more of a tough guy. 
Aaron, do I look? Do you think I'm a tough guy? No, I don't answer that. Um, I uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, this I'm so glad you're getting to do this and getting to you know do something that you're passionate about. Now, what did you think Absolutely. of Stephanie Sports Corner? Now, Stephanie is a diva. She has now been on three different shows, and she's always kind of like, I want to, I want to be on with this. And she really had a great situation with me. And of course, she didn't realize it. She was like, I want to be. I want to be on with John because he was on TV and Ward because she and Ward are thicker than thieves. Did Stephanie yeah. behave today? Was she, I mean, and what did she bring today? Was there any kind of interesting story or was she just kind oh. of interviewing you? What did she bring to the table today? Oh, no. Her segment was all about uh, uh, the, the, the uh, hot dog eating contest. Yeah, and she was talking about how in the world can Joey eat uh, 70, what was it? I think it was 62 hot dogs this year or 67. I'm not sure. Yeah. We talked about that, you know, and she and she made me behave, you know. She put her hand actually over on my hand and was tapping it, and I thought, man, she's trying to tell me to hush up. Well, what it was happening was I haven't done live stuff in a long time, and I had a ring on, and I was tapping the counter, and she was like, you're making noise. And I thought she was trying to tell me to shut up and stop what I was saying. So she was just trying to keep me in line. No, she's awesome. She's fun. She was funny. Um, I think when I checked with my daughters, one was listening from Houston, the other one from Dallas and Argyle, and they were like, I think they liked her a lot better than they like me. I, I don't know. Aaron, or do you feel like John's really going out of his way to say kind things about I mean, this is really uh, – I think. You know, I, I think, was in – you know, I was in ministry a long time, but, you know. <laughs> you, know you did I, that. I, yeah. yeah. Where, now, what denomination um, were you? I, I actually was are you overseas. Okay. I was raised, uh, I was born and raised in Buenos Aires, Argentina. So I am still celebrating the World Cup with Messi. And um, I was raised by Southern Baptist missionary, lifelong missionary parents. I was a Southern Baptist pastor and then left and became non-denominational. So that's kind of where I am at in life. Uh, I left TV after uh, 11 years. Uh, I'd been in radio four years before that. And then I pastored for about 23, well, sorry, 25 years. And uh, then I lost my wife to brain cancer and just really felt, uh, my spirit kind of just totally empty when I got back in the pulpit and thought I, I just I did it for a while and just thought I can't do it anymore and walked away from it and went and got some healing went out in the hill country got some healing came back to Waco sat down with Paul Gately uh, the late Paul Gately a good close friend of mine and I uh, just said have you got anything and he said oh my goodness uh, have you seen the writing of some of the young people these days they write in Twitter ease, you know, and I said, sure, I will start wherever you need me and started back in 2012 and and loved it. And uh, uh, that's that's how I got back in. All right, man, I, I'm you. You are a remarkable guy and you you can there are people up your your new co-workers. <clears throat> you can do some witnessing. OK, you I, I really I'm glad you've kind of filled it back up a little bit. And uh, and Stephanie and Ward, you can work with them. Maybe talk to them about the Great Commission. Now, Stephanie went to Master's College, and this is not she like did. a master. Yeah, I mean, this is a 
This was a uh, a Christian university out in like California or somewhere, and uh, and wow. she is the daughter of a pastor. So this wow. all should this all should work out uh, fine. Now, what is your favorite sport? You know, we talk a ton of Rangers. Rangers game coming up I, from Fenway, Mavs, I, college football, a, Baylor. What I'm are you ba- What are you drawn I'm, to? I'm a baseball guy. My, when my parents were transferred to Kingston, Jamaica, uh, my parents bought me a scorebook. I used to listen to shortwave radio in Argentina, and then shortwave radio. I mean, when they gave me a scorebook, and I listened to the 1972 World Series, uh, the big red machine against the Oakland A's. I'm talking about all. And I, I kept every single pitch of all seven games, one-run games between the Big Red Machine and the Oakland A's. I was set. I'm telling you, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a baseball fanatic. I'm a stat nut. Yeah, you were talking about Belleville being, uh, you know, 1.19. But, man, we got we got this pitcher tonight uh, with the Rangers. I think he's a – what is it? He's got a, a whip of one oh. Let's see. I'm trying to look right now. What, doesn't he have something that's 1.108? Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I was talking to Ward earlier in the show today, and I, I don't think he cared too much for what I said. I was talking about the good thing about this stadium with the top and the air conditioning is that we've got players from all over the United States that don't have uh, this understanding of pitching in 105 and 150. 10 degree uh, temperatures like we used to have in the old stadium without a top. Now that we've got air conditioning and I was sitting in an air conditioned game the other day and my daughter and uh, grandsons took me to that game. And I thought, wow, these guys are starting to enjoy this summer because they've got air conditioning and I'm not sure they're going to swoon like they have in the past. And I think this Ranger team is, is going to hold on. I think they've got a lot of good players a lot of good young players, and uh, of course, we've got to look over our shoulder against the Houston Astros. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a statistician. I, I, I love stats, love baseball. I got to also tell you, I'm a, I'm a big soccer fan, uh, as we call it overseas, football. And uh, I'm a big Bear fan. I went to Baylor, um, and um, I, I, I love I love the Cowboys. Um, I love the Mavs, uh, so yep, uh, I just love sports. Did, um, I, did I'm not I'm not crazy about lacrosse, so don't get mad at me if you're a lacrosse fan. <laughs> no, no, I don't think you have to worry too much about that in Central Texas. And you yeah, know, I think right. soccer is uh, soccer's becoming a bigger and bigger deal. Some of these games coming up are even huge sellouts. Some of these games that are happening in Arlington. And so, uh, I mean, I, you know, people love soccer. It's such an international game. And uh, it is. now, tell me about your Baylor experience, though. Did you did you major in journalism or broadcasting? And did you well, get listen. to take any classes with the late great Frank Fallon? What was your uh, What was your time Frank. like at Baylor? Who were who were you? Uh, who who'd you cross paths with? Uh, I I don't know if well, you ever Frank, got to Frank. see John Morris on campus. Well, John Morris and I worked together at Channel 10, and I was there before him. Uh, Frank Fallon hired me at KWTX AM and FM as the news director. Uh, I want to tell you this. Also, before Title IX, Baylor had a men's soccer team. Uh, and it wasn't scholarship, but it was a men's soccer team. I played goalie, and my brothers played on the team. Um, but uh, I started as a religion major. 
then realized, my goodness, I'm being taught what my parents taught me when I was growing up. So I changed it, went to Castle Law. I became, uh, Castle Law is the uh, communications building. And then I became the, uh, uh, the student general manager at KWBU. There was this, the radio station was there in the lobby. And so, uh, you know, I basically ran the station there. And I started working at a local radio station. Just uh, I went to Baylor when I was uh, just uh, a few months into my 17th year. I uh, graduated after my junior year in high school. And so I uh, played soccer for Baylor, uh, then uh, started working, gosh, when I was 18 years old on radio there, worked uh, just a brief stint at Radio Jamaica Radio Fusion in Jamaica and uh, when I was 16 years old. So then I, was, I graduated, and when I graduated, the week I graduated, I was hired by Herb Harding to work at KRZI, which is this station. So that was my first full-time job, and then a year later, Herb uh, and them cut down and uh, uh, did away with the news department, and immediately Frank Fallon hired me over at KWTX AM and F. So I knew Frank immediately then, and uh, within a year, um, they started a uh, Good Morning Central Texas show before the ABC morning, Good Morning uh Good Morning America, and I started with Paul Gately anchoring that morning show. Now, um, so I, I knew Frank Fallon and then immediately uh, moved into just within a year anchoring at 23. I started anchoring the 6 and 10 o'clock news on Channel 10. And then um, it was, uh, uh, let's see, um, I guess it was Lark was anchoring the sports. And uh, John Morris just about a year later started doing the weekends. We moved to the new station out there on Highway 6, and then John took over and uh, started anchoring. So we were good friends. We've been good friends uh, pretty much all our lives. Uh, every time we see each other, we just have a great warmth between us. He's, he's just a great guy, a great guy. Yeah, off here, I'd like to hear maybe some JMO stories from back in those days as uh, as a young 23, 24-year-old, although I don't feel like J-Mo let his hair down too much, okay? And, of course, you were, at the time, a uh, former religion major. It's not like I think you were out at George's too often, perhaps. So I don't know if you have any stories to offer, but I'll, I'll find out sometime off-air, okay? And we, nope. we, can, uh, yep. we can check some notes. No, you know, I, I surrendered to the ministry at 18, I was a youth pastor at uh, 18 years old, so I was wild when I was in Jamaica at 15 and 16, <laughs> and I, I kind of straightened up. Uh, I will be honest with you, I kind of floundered after my wife passed away, uh-huh. and uh, and I, I had a, a, a couple donkey years, as she used to say when before she and I married. So I had a few of those and uh, then got back on path. But no, oh. JMO. He was a he, he's just a good man, a yeah. good man. Yeah, I, all I those guys ever... hanging out back then, Alan Holt and J Mo and boy Nunley would have been playing some ball back in the day. So those were good. Oh, absolutely. Those were great times at Baylor. Taff was Coach Taff was doing his thing. So uh, well, this will be fun. And um, and you know, of course, we do a ton of high school football. Wards involved absolutely. with Temple. I know you love high school football as well, and oh, there are so many different opportunities. Now, we got to get you back on Twitter. It sounds like you've kind of decided yeah. to do away with social media. I want to see you. The last thing I saw from you, 
you were writing about Top Golf coming to town about three years ago. All right, so I, <laughs> let, let's get you back on social media and uh, and do. Oh, you don't have to, but it is kind oh, of no, fun. I, we we have some banter that. on Twitter. Hey. Hey, and listen, let me say this. Uh, when it comes to high school football, loved it, loved it. And the year uh, that my wife was diagnosed with brain cancer and, and passed away within two and a half months, uh, my son had back surgery. He was in uh, all district and then all state academic running back with China Spring. And uh, it was his senior year. He had back surgery and decided, I'm coming back and still led China Spring and uh, was awesome, uh, Luke Carroll, and I'm so proud of him. He's now uh, over four ORs in uh, as a top anesthesiologist in the Woodlands. So I love China Spring. Uh, I love Central Texas football. Uh, let me just shout out to Mark Bell. I know he's retired, but, man, he stood up, stood with my son during some very difficult times and, uh, and uh, love football, love Central Texas. Loves so many people in this area, and uh, I got to talk to the Temple uh, football coach today. And when he he signed off, he he thanked me for what what we'd done for him, and I didn't even know that. And so um, I, I didn't realize that I've made a contribution to people. I just know that they have made a huge contribution to my life. Old Scott Stewart, that's a good group out there. Um, oh man! Well, oh, John, man. no kidding. Yeah. This is uh, it's great. It's great to have you. Uh, really appreciate it, and uh, look forward to hearing your work. That shows at noon, the press box. Just, yep. uh, just take care of Stephanie. All right, that is your primary because she is the star. Always uh, allow that to happen, and of course, she brings in the all the great sponsors and all that she does. But. Uh, uh, I you appreciate bet. you. Just, just stop tapping on the deal there. She, I think she taught you a very valuable lesson she in sure uh, in radio. Stop. She, she sure. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, I'm old enough now, and I learned a long time ago. You let them take the reins, buddy. Yes. You let let them take the reins, Matt. So uh, so grateful for you uh, letting me uh, be on your show today. Enjoyed it, and uh, John Carroll. There he goes. Pastor, broadcaster, uh, anchor, the whole shebang. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, John. Look forward to, to and, and welcome aboard to Eminem Broadcasting. Thank you. Sick of Sick of There he goes. Off into the evening. You can hear him at noon every day, noon to one. Ward White's, Stephanie Sports Corner, John Carroll, all together at noon. And uh, we got other exciting station announcements coming up that we'll be making in the coming days. One of them involves our show, uh, the uh, the Matt Mosley show, and so we'll be excited to share all that news with you. All right, uh, Aaron, we do have coming up this evening, Rangers and Red Sox get it on. We were just talking about Bello, what he's doing Aaron, I'm worried that John, I mean, I I don't think we're known for, like, taking a lot of notes and staying on top of a lot of stats, although you kind of like that, don't you, Aaron? Maybe you and John can compare notes, all right, on all those stats. John sounds like he's a man who does not mind the analytics, and uh, and he can go a lot of different ways. Aaron, aren't you some kind of soccer fan? 
maybe you and John could do some soccer talk every now and then. I'm an Arsenal fan and a fan of the U.S. men's national and women's national teams. But so, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> Aaron's kind of seems like he's figuring that out. Soccer fan. <laughs> yeah, you're. I mean, you like it. You like certain teams. No, I do. I enjoy watching it. It's great. John has that Argentinian background. Southern Baptist missionaries. Those of us that grew up in a Southern Baptist church, we know about those missionaries. We know about the Lottie Moon offering, the Annie Armstrong offering, all that stuff, the WMU, the women getting together, talking about all that. And then they would show up, Aaron. They would be home on furlough, and on a Sunday night, they would show up at our church, First Baptist Kaufman, and they'd go over all the slides. And I can honestly say as a kid, maybe I, you know, as I got older, I was a little more interested. As a kid, I'm like, what, what, who are these people? What are, what are they talking about? But they would show all their slides and what they were doing and where our money was going. And then Aaron, they, our money supported John while he was off having a good time in Jamaica. <laughs> oh, man, I like that. I'm feeling a calling right now. The Lord is asking me, Aaron to go to Jamaica and perhaps reach out to some of the folks there. Sounds like he did have a couple of really fun years there in Jamaica, 15 and 16. John has, uh, man, endured some serious stuff, whether it be his own health scares, going through uh, uh, what his wife encountered and, and losing her. But John's come out onto the other side, and he's doing a great job on our new noon show. Aaron, is, did he say something about Ward not being pleased with something he said? <laughs> that doesn't sound like Ward at all, does it? To be, ah, oh, I bet Ward, Ward is Ward is a honestly a teddy bear, but John's got to kind of figure that out on his own. And Ward sometimes can be, he's got a tough exterior, but he's got a great radio voice and radio background, and he's a really fun guy to work with. So John and Stephanie and Ward will have a, a very, very nice time. All right, we're going to turn you over. You'll get to hear just a tad bit. Well, you got the Big 12 uh, buzz coming up, all right, some Big 12. And then, of course, you'll have Rangers baseball. We'll go into a little bit of the pregame, and then first pitch will happen at 610 here on ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great evening. We will talk to you soon. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we're a week away from Big 12 Media Days beginning next Wednesday in Arlington. Today, we'll hear from Baylor's athletic director, Mac Rhodes, on the Bears' eight-game home schedule. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Hi, this is John Morris for Green Eye Associates. Let Green Eye Associates, doctors Leanne Green and Avery Platt help you see Waco clearly. Their experienced team enjoys making your eye exam fun, easy, and accurate, providing trustworthy and honest communication about your eyes and eyewear. Visit them on Lake Care Drive or at greeneyeassociates.com to see their services and a wide selection of eyewear made on-site by experts. Green Eye Associates, official optometrist of Baylor Athletics. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers